Welcome back to another Jackrabbit Illustrated podcast brought to you by our title sponsor, the Kubota Dealers of South Dakota. Whether it's tractors, mowers, utility vehicles, construction or farm equipment, Kubota's got you covered. Now with nine locations across the state of South Dakota, there's always a dealer nearby. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Jackrabbit podcasts are also sponsored by Culver's of Brookings in Watertown, the home of the Butterburger, Jackrabbit Central, the best place to get your Jacks gear, and the best sports bar in South Dakota, Cubby Sports Bar and Grill. Without further ado, here is the A-Team. And here we go. It is uh, Selection Sunday. Uh, we're, we're through it. We've seen the bracket, and we have a big show lined up tonight. Uh, we're joined by Kevin Marshall of FCS Nation Radio. Uh, you know, we've had Stone on a couple times, but we have never had Kevin on. And we had to we had to write that wrong. We had to make it uh, right with you, Kevin. And you are here to help us kind of understand this bracket and break down some of the teams that we don't know a ton about. So, how the heck you doing, Kevin? I'm very glad to be here. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I'm fans of what y'all do. You know that I'm in your comments just about every show. Um, it's very well done, and it's nice to hear a good intro that's not on AM radio. We can't have a good intro that sounds like that where it resonates in your headphones. You know because you know, most of the sports radio stations are AM radio stations, so it's, you know, it's almost like uh, doing something with a record player versus a uh, a very good sound system. So thanks for that, and I'm really glad to be here, guys. Seems well, like- I know everybody really appreciates what you do, and, and I don't know, maybe you're going to get there, Chad, but could you right away, Kevin, while people are listening, jump into fans will be better fans if they listen to you. How do fans find you? Well, the... Uh, Twitter page is the best place to go at FCS Nation Radio One. Uh, if you go to our website, the the show will be there every week. We want you to listen on our radio stations a lot, which would be very helpful to us uh, around uh, South Dakota. The best one to get on is the ESPN Sioux Falls station. Those guys do a great job, and it's really strange that the guy who does the daily show there, he's an app guy. So how does an Appalachian State guy and a Citadel guy? be on the same radio station in South Dakota. It's just a hell of a country, y'all. It's the only thing I can say about that. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. Chad, how the heck are you, buddy? Yeah, you know, I'm not too shabby. Uh, you know, can't complain. And, um, yeah, yeah, man. It was a great day yesterday. How nice was it? And so the, nice. highlight, the highlight of my day was hanging out with your – your son, you know, I felt bad because I might have said something because I got a little worked up about a, a topic <laughs> in front of your kid. Uh, you know, and, I don't uh, think he heard. Yeah, it was uh, good. Yeah, he looked at me like, what did you do? And I was like, cool, man, cool. Yeah, I think he had a day, didn't he? Did he look like he had a day. Oh, man. Well, I want to hear from Dallas, then I'll tell you about Miles' day. So, Dallas, how the heck are you, buddy? <laughs> we're, we're all here for Miles' talk. Uh, I'm good. I'm feeling sad that I missed the game yesterday. Had all kinds of kid uh, kid stuff. I was at many hockey games, so missed out. But otherwise, doing well. Uh, also, a little bit salty right now. We could talk Josh Dobbs' quarterback play right now if you'd like, because the Vikings are playing, and man, he uh, he's looking good, dude. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah, and I, like I'm I'm the most like casual Vikings fan ever, like most Minnesotans. But dude, this is pretty fun. Um, I I gotta ask before we get any farther. Kevin, are you broadcasting from where they held Tony Stark hostage yes. in Iron yes. Man? Because that's my guess. Yes. 
Yes. I said a duck yes. blind. <laughs> I'm coming to you from an undisclosed location. And, you know, it's, uh, and look, uh, there's only certain parts of where I live where the internet is good in our house. So it, that's just the way it is. So uh, if I have one of those Ben moments, which I think is what we're just going to describe the, uh, the screen freezing up since it happens to him so often, you know, and, 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 and it's never like a good look on his face when it happens. He's always going like, you know, or something. So, I had one pre-show. <laughs> Oh man, I think he's just. I think he's just glad Ted Kaczynski took the rap. Yes, right. right. Sunglasses is not a good look for me. Oh, that's good. So, so yesterday, uh, took my son Miles, who's just he's eight years old, absolutely loving the Jacks right now. Uh, Been to all the games that I've been to, all four games at home, and uh, and so we we got there. We dropped off flags. Thanks to everyone that ordered Jack Rabbit Illustrated flags again this year. Dropped off flags. You got to meet John Colley uh, with Kubota, uh, dealers of South Dakota. And John hooked him up with some nice little footballs. So he had a blast right away. Went over and saw Chad. Brendan took some pictures with the fathead. Went back to our spot. Some of his buddies had showed up. So he played football for about an hour and a half in the backyard. Ate some food. Uh, and then we went down and watched warm-ups uh, at the stadium Spent the first quarter uh, right on the field, so that was cool. And then uh, after the game, uh, Deb Gronowski, Deb, if you're listening, thank you so much. You made his day. He, she took Miles with her out on the field uh, to see all the players and get autographs. And Deb introduced him to everyone. <laughs> and Miles got basically 20 different autographs, 25 different autographs of the players. Uh, talked about it the whole two-hour ride, car ride home. Back, back to Appleton here and uh, talking about it this morning. I think you probably told everyone in church. So, yeah, it, <laughs> it was good. Man, that's yeah, so great great day. Miles, Miles had his best day, so pretty cool. But someone that maybe, uh, maybe didn't have their best day but still got a convincing win was the South Dakota State Jackrabbits yesterday, taking care of business with Missouri State. And I'll just say this right away. As crazy as the FCS was yesterday – uh, I am grateful we won. Like, regardless, we survived, we won, didn't play our best, and still got, what, a 18-point victory, 16-point victory, whatever it was. Uh, Chad, initial impressions from you? Yeah, definitely wasn't our best game, you know. Um, I thought we looked good in, in several instances, but there was times where we just looked sloppy. Um, mm. Our guys, if you ask them, I'm sure they're going to tell you. They could play a better game than that. Um, Missouri State, you know, they had some players. They made some plays. That first touchdown, dude, that was a dime by that guy. Mm -hmm. Only his guy could get it. His guy made a great play on the ball. You got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, You know, would have liked to see our twos not give up that touchdown like you had said. Um, Jaden Yankees, him, obviously. Jeez. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Tucker Large. Dude. Take the butter gloves off. I don't, I don't want to say. <laughs> hey, like, yeah. we'd have we would have had two turnovers if he'd have just caught that. Yeah, one yeah, would have been easier. a pick six, I think. For yeah, sure. at yeah. least one of them, maybe both. Yeah. Easier yeah. said than than done. Yeah, obviously, right. I don't have the athleticism to jump in front of the ball, let alone catch it. So, who am I to talk? Yeah. Hey, Kevin, someone for you for next year's preseason award kind of stuff. Jordan Pichot is going to be a player. Dude's if, a they, if they can get some offensive line yeah. help. 
that that yes, guy sir. can sling the ball, man alive. And and it's interesting too that you know you kind of saw them have problems early in the season, although they looked good in there. Uh, I forget who their uh, big time opponent was, but they hung with them for a while. Was it Kansas or Kansas State? Yeah. One of those two. Yep. And so you know the you would think that you know with all of the fanfare that uh, Mr. Petrino got there, and and then he left like he did. And, you know, now he's out of a job, right? So uh, he was at Texas A&M, right? So you're wondering if he maybe regrets that. But it took him a while to get that uh, uh, good thing going there. There's no doubt. They've looked good the last two weeks. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, curb stomping uh, Mark Farley's boys and then coming in there and hanging around with the number one team in the country for as long as they did. That's a team mm -hmm. on the upswing. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, and, and we were talking pre-show, you know, the easy thing for them would have been to just roll over in that second oh, half, down 21-3 at halftime. But they didn't. They played hard throughout. I give them credit for that. They did, and I, th I think you calling out, Matt, that just the the fact that um, – the you know the Jackrabbits won with all the chaos that went on in the FCS, right? And I think that's what makes me feel best about the South Dakota State team is the I've used the word professionalism, that's not right, but just the, the maturity and the consistency. My God, like you know that doesn't happen very often. The only time we've seen that is out of those those Bison teams, you know, from from you know the last decade, where you just you trust that they're going to sort it out, and that's where South Dakota State's at right now. And you look at the the athletes across the field for Missouri State and there's some dudes I know you you called out Pincho you called out the, the, uh, is it sharp that that wide receiver is yep. so nice man he's good yeah, and he's they do and they like and that's the difference I mean football people call it the ultimate team sport because I mean they their athletes can line up one-on-one -on -one against anybody in the country but they just don't have that the consistency they're just not a, a team in the way that South Dakota State is and and that's why I was I want to say I was nervous coming in, but I think we talked about this a little bit at least on the chat that uh, you know you got somebody with nothing to lose and a bunch of dudes that you know a whole bunch of transfers and tweener FBS type guys you know if they come in and they all decide they're gonna have the game of their life that can make it interesting and it, you know, we were able to, to squash that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, just I, I thought our defensive line overall had a nice game. Um, Ryan Van Marl, uh, sack right away, a big tackle for loss. Cade Trevere, Quentin Hicks in the backfield a lot. Uh, Brian Williams, just the way he pursues down the line of scrimmage, really fun to watch. We're gonna miss that big guy. Yeah, yeah just I love how he plays so much and yeah. he splits double teams like I don't even know who I could compare him to. Like it, it just it, it the way that the way that somebody with that size of a frame can get skinny and split a gap. It's just amazing. God, he's fun to watch. Yeah, it's easy to see why he was that, you know, All-American at Valdosta, right? So, yeah, I'm glad he I'm glad he came up to Brookings. He transferred up. That's great. It was quite interesting watching us play a three-man front more often. That was that was, that was kind of different, yeah. something that we, we don't see quite as much of and did pretty yeah. well with it. Obviously, we were trying to stop those passes, but our – Couple times our guys ran into each other in the secondary, mm -hmm. and it, yeah, brought in that extra safety a few times too. That was interesting. Yeah, felt yeah. like we needed just another day of practice on that. Yep. Um, we'll get into Ben. Don't you worry. We'll get into some per, some superlatives here in just a little bit. We're not yes. we're not there yet. Yep. So, so Ben's just well, happy that my screen hasn't frozen yet. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, because he's waiting for it to happen. 
<laughs> well, let, let's go back. You talked about in Rants and Raves, which was beautiful as always, Matt. Nice job. And, you know, again, watching, I don't know if they actually let off the gas or if there's just that, again, they're playing a great team, so maybe it was just Missouri State's time to make a little bit of a run, but it sure felt like, okay, the game's in, you know, the game is, is in hand or going to be in hand. Let's just get through this and get done and get to selection Sunday. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on on just kind of the way that at least offensively the things kind of shook out there and, and how we you know kind of stutter, stuttered in the middle? Well, obviously, like the fumble right with Angel, yeah. um, that that was a hell of a play by that defensive end um, to get in there. You know, I don't even know who you blame that fumble on. If you blame it on Mark, if you blame it on Angel, like uh, I don't know, um, or you just I, say I hey, that nice play, play a man. lot. Yeah, and he just come <laughs> around like at the end like a missile. He he played it really well. Sometimes they, yeah. they got guys. Everybody's got guys. They make like, plays too. Right? Like I used to tell my youth team, sometimes the other team tries to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and then, you know, the missed field goal, I didn't like that that whole sequence, um, I don't think, uh, to, to close out the first half. And we've been so good on those two-minute drills, you know, closing out uh, halves. Uh, to have the missed field goal was kind of a letdown. If he nails that field goal, um, that's a good way to go into half. And, and then the second half coming out and punting, didn't like that. Just like the play climb was choppy, I thought, too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I never found a huge more sequence. disconjointed than normal, right? Like, it just yep. was. And I don't know if it's because we were just up. Like you said before the show, you know, Stig used to say, you know, if you get up early like that, it's hard to keep that, keep that juice sometimes. And this team's been locked in all yep. year. Even, even when they haven't had great games, they were still locked in. This game maybe just not as locked in, you know, yeah. go, go to Garrett's thing. Go to Garrett's comment. Yeah. So I, I think this is true. Like it, the game was in hand. Um, the season goal has been met to go undefeated in regular season, get to the playoffs as the number one seed. And then the season really starts, right? This whole second season that they talk about, that we talk about, this has been the goal. And now we're going to actually see, I think these, you know, these next four games, hopefully, right. Like where we're at. So I'm all right. Should we do game balls, guys? I, we have Kevin on. I really want to talk to Kevin a ton about the bracket, unless there's any big, more big burning thoughts here. No, n- nothing in particular. I think on yesterday, a great all-around effort. Again, I you mentioned the D line. You called him, uh, you know, called him out. I think in in rants and raves as well. But uh, no, I thought that was solid. And th- th- there's a lot of different guys that made some made some good plays. And my goodness. I, I always I feel bad always talking about the Yankees in the same breath because clearly I, I don't know if as a twin do you get sick of that? I would love to. We should get them on and ask them. Like, do you get tired of always being and every time you get brought up? Uh, right. Yeah. But but anyway, like my God, just the performance yesterday, uh, just brilliant, and the ability like to just not go down. And just look like you're bigger and stronger than anyone that is trying to tackle you. That's uh, I don't know. It, it, it's impressive, and and gonna miss it. I know we got a few games left here yet, but wow. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't know if these guys, the Jane and Jackson, do get sick of the and because they brought out all 700 of their family members again for Senior Day. They <laughs> <laughs> have that many in their immediate family, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone, someone around me, I think it was Jim Poppin, goes. Uh, looks like half of Madison's here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's do game balls quick here. Let's do it. Um, 
I'll let you guys go first because I, I everyone knows mine if they read Rants and Raves. So, all right, Dallas, what you got? What do you got? Offense. I do not go for it, Chad. No, okay. Well, I think the obvious on offense is Jaden, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know if you haven't checked out the photo they got of him leaping. I know he stepped out of bounds, but go check that photo out on my Twitter. That was so good. Oh man, looks like Superman. I said all he was was missing a cape. Good goodness sakes. And I know Ron Lowney's talking about my blanket behind me being a cape, but I ain't putting that up, bud. Um I think and, it was really cool that the photographer said he learned to take pictures by going to the park and taking pictures of squirrels, which yeah, I thought was, was like uh, which I thought well, I, I was like, you know, that there's uh, all kinds of ways to learn how to do something, but I, but you could have knocked me over with a feather when I read that when he said uh uh <laughs> I learned, I learned to take pictures by taking pictures of squirrels. That was rad. Well, if you're trying to get fast action shots, I imagine squirrels fall. Yeah, you ever, yeah, you ever try to get a squirrel to hold still? It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you give him a nut to chew on. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, and then on defense, I, I think I'm even though even though I was giving him a hard time about missing the catches, Tucker Large was all over. Yeah. And he definitely – I think he earned it in this one. I mean uh, – Honorable mention would go to Freeman, like always. I think the dude's playing a little banged up, uh, and by that I mean Jason. I think he's dinged a little bit, and he's got some kind of thing on his wrist. And, hmm. um, but, yeah, um, as far as special teams, well, I mean, I guess you give it to Hunter Dustman or Tucker Large again. I, I don't know who else there is to give it to. Um, but Angel had a couple catches too, right, on – on kick yeah. return, so he did okay too. I, I don't know who who did you go with special teams. I don't remember from Rams. You gave it to everyone. I gave it to the oh. coverage units. The coverage <laughs> units are so good. It is. It hey, is. If I had to choose one player, though, I would go with Dante Johnson. It's been so oh, yeah. good to see him healthy, yeah. racing down there. Uh, he had a big tackle. On, I think the kickoff return. Um, it just I mean it's easy to see why Dante was a. You know, Colorado State commit originally, right before Norvell came in and cut him. So uh, Dante's a stud, and once he gets fully ingrained with the defense, he's going to be great. So, yeah, cool. you're going to go with Gunners, and, and I did go <laughs> on defensive line. I did go with Van Marl, right? I love Van Marl. Right, so yeah. Van Marl had a good game. Yeah. Awesome. So sorry, I I copped out there earlier, Chad, because I realized I needed to go back and look at uh, a couple. Of, well, I want to go back and look at a couple defensive stats I didn't get to. So yeah, clearly offensively, one Yankee had a brilliant game. My goodness, you know, after that would be Mark, but uh, man, what a, what a great game! And just you know, the 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 times that he made plays, right? It isn't just about the stat sheet. It's it's the impact in the game within the game when you make plays. And he just seems to have a nose for that. Um, so, yeah, bravo to him. And I will... I'm going to go with Stallbird. Um, if i got to pick somebody on defense, he just... The way that he was around the ball, I feel like he stood out a few a little bit more than his his coworkers uh, around him yesterday. But uh, a lot of great performances on defense. Good. Yeah, right. yeah, and I'd just like to bring up what Cord Caraway says. Gales is laying on some big licks. Yeah, Dyshawn had a heck of a game, too. I, I We get used to it from some of these guys, and they don't get quite the quite the accolades because we're just so accustomed to it and expect them out of it, expect that out of them. 
And, and Dyshawn's one of them. I mean, he's had a great year. Yeah. He definitely yeah. had a fantastic year. So yep. just a fun player. I'm gonna miss him. Just the yeah. pizzazz he plays with, and uh, I want to miss his family's shirt. Yeah. His, his family shirts are still legit. Those yeah. are awesome. Yeah, and they get new ones every year. They're different. Like, yep. I remember yep. the first time I saw him in Fargo. I was like, dude, that's so awesome. Yeah, and I think they were actually made by. Yeah, I think they're. I don't think they're Basically, they're right. legal necessarily, Chad. So yeah. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> Maybe, uh, maybe I I don't know. Maybe he didn't make them. What are you the, I know. What are you, the right. fun police? Come on, yeah, right? All right, Chad. Let's, let's yeah. move on. All right. So this next segment, uh, we know this guy loves it because he tried it when he came here to visit uh, this fall from Montana State. But this segment is sponsored by Culver's of Brookings and Watertown. There's still time to get your Curter Burger. Um, Dallas probably gets one every day. He just walks over, gets all the Scoopy tokens out of the garbage can. I was at Culver's today. Yes. <laughs> what did you have? Big no doubt. No. Yeah. What did you have, buddy? Uh, two double cheeseburgers, uh, ketchup and pickles. Skip the fries today, and actually root beer. All right. The root beer. What kind of beer now? What is a root? <laughs> what is that? I don't. For the way that I talk, what is a root? Originally, it was made what? from sassafras, but you know that. There, there's a, there's an ingredient there that the government won't let you have no more. Saffron. Gotcha. So, well, that anyway. uh, the Culver's that I do ran to Hardy's, uh, right across the street, out of business. See, I keep up with what's going on there. Yeah. Ran Hardy's right we, out of town. We, yeah. we know that we're now your second favorite team, and that Montana's been slotted to the three. Look, there's, so, uh, look, man. The, the, <laughs> there, there, there were people at, at that ball game yesterday who uh, uh, who wanted to coach? kill me. And that's all right, you know. But no, but that that was really cool because a lot of people look at Bobby Howe and you know the way that he is, you know, in in his press conference and stuff is just different than it uh, than when you're sitting there with him one on one. I know uh, a lot of people will say the same thing about me, you know that when they meet me and they see how we are on Twitter, we're savage, but we, but we keep it real and we try to tell the truth. And sometimes people don't like that. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's a really super dude and you know, he did, that wasn't malicious. You know, uh, he was just letting me know that he knows and, uh, and that he wanted me to know that he knows that I know that he knows that I know. It's, it's a game of passion, man. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And you Hold. made sure to wear your colors, so good for you, man. I mean, look, uh, when I almost tore my own ACL there in the semifinal uh, a, a couple years ago in Bozeman, I think it was Chad that even remarked, what were you doing on the sideline there in a Citadel shirt? Was that you? And Chad said, who the hell else is going to be at a Montana State, South Dakota State semifinal game on the sideline in a shirt from 2,500 miles away? Love it. Uh, that's great. I love so, it. Hold, hold on. Can we? I want to. I want not to drag us backwards, but I'm going to drag us backwards. Corey Caraway made a comment. Chad, you flashed it up. The refs' enunciations were spe- spectacularly entertaining. I noticed that as well. I think we've had that guy before, but mm-hmm. I don't know where he learned to pronounce his T's. But God, he worked hard at that. That is that was worth calling out. He, he must. He must go. He must be a singer or something. You know, he's he's over enunciating the. He practiced. Right. Clearly practiced. So good. Good job. All right. Sorry. I'm done now. You're good. You're good. So Kevin, how how was the brawl of the wild? Was it as it bad as the score there. looked? 
Yes, yeah, uh, yes, yes. And it was as big of a domination by the Grizz in Missoula this year as it was by the Bobcats in Bozeman last year, right? Talking to just about everybody that I spoke with in the uh, tailgate a lot before the game, everybody agreed that we would know a whole bunch after the first couple of series about how that football game was going to go because that's how it was last year in Bozeman. Uh, Montana State last year just came out and knocked the Grizz around. There were holes to run through, you know, uh, huge ones. And and this year, Montana just came out. And, you know, you don't want to say the Cats were flat because how can you be flat in the biggest game of your season, right? Mm-hmm. That's just um, – and I think that uh, maybe, uh, you know, the Cats talked about it a lot, you know, what it meant, what they were trying to do, and, you know, and give Bobby Howe credit. One of the things he tried to do was just treat it as it was just another game, even though we knew it wasn't true and they want to beat that team, and that team wants to beat them worse, and they want to beat anybody else. But I think Coach Howe did a good job of keeping the Grizz on an even keel. They weren't up too high before the game. And, you know, maybe uh, Montana State just, uh, you know, they're not as good as we thought they were. I think yeah. they pro- that they probably caught y'all on a on a day that, uh, you know, but if, if the Jackrabbits were gettable, it was that day, y'all, because uh, you, you have not looked the same since that football game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and and maybe how close they did play y'all had a lot to do with keeping them ranked very high, even when their play on the field had some suspect things about it. Yeah. What the heck's going on that, with that quarterback room there? I mean, yeah, I think that's the question the right that everyone's one. wondering about. Like we, they're the only people that don't understand. We've got a – so there's a theory within our group that Chambers may have had relations with a high administrator's <laughs> spouse or something because Clearly, that is the only <laughs> – clearly I'm making this up. But that is the only thing we can come up with of why he is not on the field. Uh, man, like I, I get it. Uh, Malat is a great athlete. Stick him at running back or figure out something tricky to do with him. But – yeah, you got – I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, Stone likes to say all the time when, you know, you have a situation like this, why aren't they playing this guy? Why are they playing this guy and not this guy as much? You know, that he always likes to say, you know, we're not there at practice. We don't see, you know, uh, what right. the coaches see on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, most of the time the quarterback controversies are just generally <clears throat> led by fans and, and by people like us so that we have something to talk about. But – there's got to be something that Chambers does in practice that Brent Vegan don't, just don't like, hmm. you know, that, uh, that you know, and, and, and maybe he's just one of those players that doesn't show a whole lot in practice but does extremely well in the games. There are people like that. Dallas, when you played, I know there were probably people who you watched them practice and you're like, who's this dude? And then on Saturdays you were like, well, who is this dude, right? You know, and where did he come from? So – I, I don't know. That's a very good question because as an outsider looking in, I'm I'm with y'all. I think your best chance to win if you're the Bobcats is you put Sean Chambers back there and then you bring in Malad as that change of pace guy for two, three series maybe with seven or eight pre-pan plays that uh, – now you try to say that fast. Pre-planned plays. Uh, and, the ref, the ref uh, could have said it three and, times fast. Right, right. Well, and, and you know, and, and, and that's his package. I don't know why they're not using Chambers. I feel like he gives them the best chance to win. Yeah, it's just wild Great. right now. 100%. It's yeah. like everybody outside the program that doesn't control who plays thinks that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not their fans, but certainly all of us in the rest of FCS land kind of mm-hmm. 
have that opinion. So. Mm-hmm. And and Kevin, you know, kind of shifting gears here. Um, obviously, you carry the banner a lot for the SoCon. Uh, what the heck happened with with Furman and, and Western Carolina yesterday? What can you share about those ones? Well, I'll say this about Walford. And do you remember how many times I I would mention that Terrorist. how much I admired and respected the way that Indiana State has continued to play? Yeah. Yeah. That you know they haven't quit. They give you their best shot every week, and that at some point you thought maybe that was going to be rewarded. Well, for Walford, that's been the case all season. They played their guts out for Sean Watson. And, oh. you know, that's, that's oh. a sign of uh, of uh, guys who, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm bringing up a name there that y'all are pretty darn familiar with, aren't you? So, uh, yep. Uh, you painted the picture and, perfectly when you said that. Yep. 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 So, and, uh, and with VMI, look, there's a, <clears throat> I tried to explain it to somebody yesterday. They said, you know, first of all, uh, what are the two military schools doing in a conference that has good teams like the Southern, uh, like the SOCON does? Aren't there easier places for them to play in, in that part of the country? And the answer is yes, there are. But both of those schools kind of, you know, help found the, uh, mm-hmm. what the SOCON has become. Uh, VMI left for a little bit, but they came back. Uh, those guys just, you know, they, they just don't want to hear it, you know, about how the other team is so much better than them and they can't compete. And, you know, that that just really uh, rubs those guys the wrong way. And what they did yesterday, well, first of all, the, uh, Cole Gonzalez got hurt. And when he went out of the ball game, you know, the quarterback play for Western Carolina dropped significantly. So that was the common theme in those two games yesterday. You got two teams that aren't particularly good, but who will fight you. And you had the teams that uh, they were playing who were highly favored playing with backup quarterbacks. So uh, I think it's tough luck for Furman. Um, and everybody knows that that's my favorite team. And uh, and uh, that, you know, the difference between 10 and one and probably being the two seed and and you would be looking at, uh, you know, all these teams that would have to come to Greenville and then being where they are at number seven and knowing where they're going to have to go uh, most probably, which is right here to uh, Grizzland, you know, in 60 minutes of game time that whole season changed for the Furman Paladins and that sucks. And the idea that Western Carolina uh, didn't get in, you know, we talked about it before the show here that Gonzalez wasn't going to be back anytime soon. And I think the committee recognized that fact and decided that what they put on film yesterday with the backup quarterback is not something anybody wanted to see uh, in uh, the FCS playoffs and that they looked at Chattanooga, similar resume, similar teams and thought, well, at least this is a team that's going to have a quarterback who's played. Let's put them in instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the chat slot. I think that was anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. you know that. Uh, you know, for me, I'm just glad that there were three teams that got in, and you know mm-hmm. the SoCon did kind of flex its strength a little bit yesterday, uh, from top to bottom, with the Walford win, with the VMI win, and with Sam uh, and with Samford beating UT Martin to keep them out of the playoffs. So, you know, what can be construed as a very ineffective and very almost laughable day for the SOCON if you want to look at it that way. Or you can also look at it with the uh, from uh, the lens that I choose to look at it from, you know, glass half full and all that, um, that some teams who weren't particularly good all season put it all together yesterday. And that was a good day for the SOCON in some respects. Yep. How many games did they win in the playoffs? 
Um, I, you know, look, when you're looking at, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to how Austin P outbid Chattanooga, you know, yeah. because they were, they were Chattanooga, they had the playoff circled this year. And if they didn't get there, there might've been a coaching change. No kidding. And, hmm. you know, the fact that when you put everything into being in the playoffs, you don't put up a bid that can outbid Austin P which is in a much smaller town in Tennessee. And, you know, uh, that, that was kind of surprising. Uh, that'll be the a only very thing that makes out. sense there is they thought they weren't going to get in. Right. Maybe right. That, that may be true, but if you don't think you're going to get in, why not put in a competitive bid anyway, if it doesn't matter, it's not like you got to give the NCAA the money if you don't get in. Right. So, um, you know, so there's that. Uh, and, and then, you know, look, Mercer will probably beat Gardner Webb, although that's a Trey Lamb coach football team and the Lambs know how to coach football. Uh, people aren't familiar with that family. Uh, just uh, Google uh, Lamb coaching family, Georgia. And okay. uh, the father is a you know huge winning high school football coach. One of the sons uh, was Bobby Lamb, who was the head coach for Furman. He was the quarterback for Furman when they won the national championship. Uh, coach Furman um, and then uh, helped start the program at Mercer. Uh, Trey is his boy. And uh, and he's done a very good job there at Gardner Webb. Interesting story about that when uh, I guess it was 2000, early 2000s. I was in Greenville about a month after the season was over, and I saw Coach Lamb, Bobby Lamb, with Trey and his other brother, and the brother, and they were maybe 11, 12 years old then. And I saw him in the grocery store, and I stopped and asked Coach Lamb if if he knew what time it was, and he looked at his watch and said, you know, it's like 1:30. And I said, Coach, are you sure it's not 10 to 9? Because the Citadel would beat Furman 10 to 9 about a month earlier. And, uh, and, and, and he looked at me, and, and we all laughed. And Trey still remembers that when I had him on the show. <laughs> he, totally, he totally recalled that. Uh, all right. A few other interesting games before we get into the bracket here, just to kind of go through quick. Uh, UND needed a last-minute touchdown to beat Illinois State at home. And if UND hadn't done that, they likely wouldn't be in the playoffs. NDSU uh, really took care of business against you and I. Uh, what a disappointing season for Theo Day. We've boy. talked about that a little bit. Boy, oh boy. his Man. draft stock had to just plummet this year. Yep. I mean, is there a draft stock for him anymore? No, I think it's maybe not. Gosh, oof, dusky. Uh, the fighting Ragunowskis took care of business versus Butler <laughs> and Drake. <laughs> Makes it into the playoffs, so super happy. I was able to tell That's Ryan that draw for them too, though. Yeah, yeah, going up to Fargo. Oh well, uh, Nova uh, kicking the tar out of Delaware. Oh my goodness, I was I, that was a kind of a, a surprising result, Kevin. I think you guys were on that. That uh, you guys talked about Villanova maybe being a little underrated. Um, what what did you what do you see in them like that no one else has, saw? I guess in that game. Well, look, the, the thing about it is, is that, and maybe you all will agree, but, you know, that's now, a, what, a 9-2 and two team? Mm -hmm. And yep. I bet there aren't 40 people in the country that can name their quarterback, right? Which is weird because, you know, they're a CA team and, you know, have that kind of a gaudy record. And really nobody knew a whole bunch about him. Mark Ferranti's done a hell of a job there as the head coach. And, you know, that, uh, that's a good football team. And, you know, when you when you look down and uh, what, what kind of money do you think you could have got before the season that Villanova would have uh, would have been a seed in the uh, playoffs? I mean, that would have been 10,000 to one type odds. Hmm. No kidding. Right. And 
you know, and, and it's a hell of a job done by them. Uh, and look, the way things are set up, uh, you know, they could make a little bit of a run. They really could. And in that same league, you know, look at what uh, the Great Danes have done. Yeah. Right? That, uh, I, I, I mean, when, all year. when Labanowitz and I watched that Fordham game in week one, you know, we look, I've said to him, you know, who are these guys? And, you know, their defensive line is as good as anybody's. And the offensive line will push you around. Quarterback can make some plays, and he's just a sophomore. So, you know, I, I don't think this will be just a flash in the pan for them either. But, you know, the, you know, look, the, uh, we've all talked about the gap between the Jackrabbits and everybody else. Um, and it's there. But, you know, if things work out the way they work out, you know, uh, it'll be very interesting to see who gets the Frisco one and who wins. You know, so uh, I'm really excited about the whole deal, man. Yeah. The, the final game, just want to highlight quick, because this is going to come up as we talk about the bracket here. UC Davis uh, won the Causeway Classic, took care of Sac State 31-21. So uh, Lane, what's his name? Larison is back or was back, um, had a good game, and Sac State had another loss. So let's move into the bracket a little bit. Um, and let's talk about the, this. The bracket discussion is going to be sponsored by Jackrabbit Central. Uh, obviously, I hope everyone took advantage of the sales yesterday um, that they had at the stadium. Yeah, they got. I know, Chad. I know. Sorry. But the stadium, <laughs> the stadium sale yesterday. They had everything there at the stadium store, twenty five percent off. Uh, obviously, Touchdown Tuesday is going to be this week. But if you wait until Friday, everything is going to be thirty percent off in-store and online. So huge deals there for Black Friday. Uh, take advantage of it there with Jackrabbit Central and get yourself some Christmas presents uh, for your Jackrabbit fans. So, all right, the bracket. Chad, can you zoom in? I Please. sure can. Just give me a hot second. All right. Oh, let's get <clears throat> left and right here a little bit. All right. All right. And so the SDSU quadrant here, uh, Gardner-Webb and Mercer, um, is on that pigtail really an interesting game here? Uh, Kevin, what, what are a couple things we can watch for Gardner Webb and Mercer as we watch this week? Look, Mercer is a just a solid team. Uh, the quarterback is good, PV, he's not spectacular, but they have two really good wide receivers and he can get them the ball. And one of the things that you'll notice about Gardner Webb is that they can score a lot of points, mm -hmm. like in uh, with the quickness. But the times that they've run into solid defenses this year, some of them have slowed them down. Some of them haven't. I think a, um, a lot more has to do with how Gardner-Webb does versus what Mercer does. Uh, and when you look at uh, uh, what the Bears do on defense, they've got some guys who can run, even on the defensive line. And, you know, the fact that you've got defensive linemen, you know, making plays, uh, running down running backs uh, in the second level who initially got past them, you know, that's stuff you don't see outside of the uh, league the Jackrabbits play in very often everywhere else, right? I mean, there's uh, guys who can who can do that. Uh, they're a solid team. Uh, they don't, they're not spectacular, but they'll come in and they'll fight you. They'll give you a good ball game. And uh, I believe they'll probably be favored and beat Gardner-Webb. Uh, but, but, you know, we won't know until the game is played. But it'll be a very interesting ball game between two teams that – you know, are, are definitely on rise. First time Mercer's ever made the playoffs. This is a huge deal for that uh, entire program. The city of Macon, uh, they wanted it really badly. 
And, you know, they finally got it. They feel like they've finally taken that next step. And Mercer has everything that they need there to be a powerhouse program in the SoCon and nationally. Good coach, good facilities, good recruiting area. Mercer could be a problem for a lot of years to come. You know, that's kind of looking at their rosters quick, just doing a quick overview this afternoon. Uh, both these teams, super young overall on their rosters. Yeah. So uh, that that was kind of cool. Um, I think you're right, Kevin. Both these programs could be on the rise and, and ones to watch here for a couple of years. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to just sit down and watch this game, learn more about them uh, that way. That's that's a good point, Matt. I'm just excited to have a couple new opponents. Yeah. Like I'm I'm legitimately pumped to watch this. And I, I'm a little I have some familiarity with Mercer. I've, I've popped in and out, watched some of their stuff before. I don't and without any disrespect, I know nothing about Gardner Webb. So I'm excited to do a little bit of research on them this week. I might go back to see if I can catch a couple games here. But yeah, just to get somebody else new coming in, get a chance to learn about somebody else. And and it's funny that that Mercer winds up playing in um you know to to potentially play us because they they all of a sudden were real noisy on twitter this last week i feel like i saw a ton of mercer stuff yeah lately right they were nervous that they weren't going to get in oh gotcha uh, and 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 so they uh you know they maybe felt like the the best way to to try to make that not happen was to break some radio silence with their twitter account you know so uh (laughs) well make some noise yeah, and and it worked. It 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 worked, mm-hmm. and yeah. But uh, that that's a good team. If they can get there uh, to uh, Brookings, they'll play hard, and whatever the results are, will be the results. But it won't be from lack of effort. Okay. All right. Good Dallas just beat me to it. I I'm 100 behind him on on wanting to see new teams come. So yep. Yep. excited for that. Yep. Moving down the bracket, uh, Duquesne and Youngstown uh, pigtailed with Villanova. Uh, we actually know both of these teams all right, right? We haven't seen Duquesne for a couple of years, but we've met them in the playoffs. We played them in the regular season. Uh, hard-nosed team out of Pittsburgh. A uh, lot of FBS transfers. Um, we remember that. A lot of kids from Pitt. A lot of kids from Penn State. I don't know if their roster still shapes up that way, but it used to. In, um, in one of the coolest-looking stadiums that I've ever seen. They've got it looks like – like like a wildfire tower from a national <laughs> park, like in the middle on the <laughs> sideline. I absolutely love that thing. <laughs> awesome. And we know the Penguins, right? We just saw them two weeks ago. Uh, very talented roster. Very good skill. Uh, you know, Kevin, anything to add on Duquesne? Look, they, uh, uh, they're a team that, you know, they, they've been under the radar all season too, right? I, I mean, I don't think Duquesne has been ranked a single week this season. And generally, the you know, in, in the NEC, you know, those teams will at least be receiving votes, if not like 25 or 24, right? So it's kind of odd not to see that. But, you know, they had a very good running back, of, what was it, four or five years ago? Yeah. Uh, won, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. won the Jerry Rice Award, got some looks for Sunday football. So they have talent there. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Youngstown will be interesting. Uh, those were another group of people who were very nervous that they were not going to get in. So, uh, their fans unleashed a Twitter shitstorm, if I can say that. Yes, uh, they and, did. You know, and and so hey, you know, you good for them. Spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good for them. Uh, you know, uh, I, I just I know that those penguin walks that the Jackrabbits did must have really upset them because they they unleashed their their crap storm the next week. I thought those were funny as all hell myself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and 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 if if there are any YSU fans here, Sam Herder brought up a good point. Uh, 
Sam and and everyone else on the national beat has zero influence on the selection committee. So you <laughs> tweeting angry stuff at them about yeah, that why, was, yeah, why SU yeah. should be in the playoffs. <laughs> Doesn't I think do every good. team should be in the playoffs. I, I think they yeah. all should. There we so, go. So you know that's yeah. When when people are angry tweeting me and Labanowitz, you know, uh, you know, I'm just like man, you know. Um, uh, I'll be glad to retweet your stuff. I, I I think we do that more than just about anybody else, right? If you have SDS content, we retweet it, <laughs> yep. you know. And uh, but I but some of that I was like, man, even y'all can't believe that, you know. And but yeah, good on them. They have fans that care. That's cool. Yep, exactly, exactly. All right, um, Chad, did you shift down? We we all know Sam to. hates your team. We all know this. Yeah, right, right. Uh, all right. Um, all right. Was that a problem? Do you want me to go back up? Sorry, I was just moving my way down, but this is fine. Um, Lafayette and Delaware. Uh, Blue Hens, big. Obviously, we talked about them stubbing their toe big time against Villanova. Uh, they'd look pretty good for most of this season. Uh, Lafayette, obviously, beating Holy Cross, kind of flipped the script in the Patriot League. Uh, what are you looking for in this one, Kevin? Look, Lafayette has a dynamic offense, pretty darn good quarterback, too. And when you're looking at Delaware, uh, I mean, I just Villanova just came out and, and I mean that was never really a ball game, and you know how do you just you know forget about that and go well now we're playing in the uh, national playoffs, and you know there are a lot uh, there are a lot of teams in this uh, first side here that are playing teams that aren't as good as what Lafayette's going to bring to the table, you know so um, <clears throat> you know and. My uh, view of the Patriot League has changed a whole lot. You know, this time last year, you know, I was getting the angriest DMs in the world from people that had Holy and Cross in the in the uh, name of their school. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that, you know, a school that had Holy and Cross in it could call me so much vile four-letter words, you know, and, 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 and you know, question the uh, legitimacy of my birth. Right, you know, and, and you know, you know they're calling you, know, you a bastard child, yeah, stuff like Kevin yeah, ain't got no daddy, you know, stuff like that, you know, and uh, so but Lafayette, they're gonna bring a lot to the table. It would not shock me if that game is extremely close and if Lafayette pulls an upset here. I really think that they can get the ball up and down the field, and Delaware's defense has not been all that inspiring lately. Interesting. All right. We, we've <laughs> seen Delaware. Up, bud. Um, we've seen Delaware right twice in the playoffs in the last few years. Uh, I have never been impressed with them. Uh, just a bunch of kind of fake tough guys, it always seemed like. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Wasn't that you, Chad, where, where they were? That was Brendan. Yeah. Talk, and, ask yeah, Brendan about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what? And, and I'm sorry. If I had to try to pick on someone from the J.I. crew, it wouldn't be Brendan. All right. You know, no. uh, I, I could, you know, I, I would just be like, all right, let me It'd be like the first day at prison. I imagine, you know, let me let me see which guy I don't want to mess with. I was going to say. And, and it would be Brendan. <laughs> I could probably sucker punch Chad and run away. Dude, I am way faster than you think I am. Okay. That's a bad oh, plan. Chad doesn't want to give up his, his dessert. <laughs> putting shots. Yeah, putting. putting shots. All right. Next game is Nichols at Southern Illinois. Um, really interested in this one in a way. 
you know, Nichols, right, lost to Sac State early in the season, but beat Incarnate Word um, down the road there. So that's kind of what got them to the top of the conference. Uh, Southern, uh, just been up and down. We, we don't know which Nick, Nick Baker we're going to get from week to week. Um, what do we need to know about Nichols, Kevin? That's a team that we just don't know much about. Look, that, that conference was not the best this year, right? The Southland, I think everybody recognizes that. But you got to give credit where credit is due. They went through it and didn't lose. And, you know, there are a lot of people who were, you know, touting uh, incarnate word for a second team from that league. I don't believe that was warranted. The uh, Southland was just not good this year. And But Nichols is going to do a couple things. Uh, they're going to reflect their head coach, Tim Rebo. I uh, had him on the show a few times over the years. And Nichols has been down for a couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and here they are back in the playoffs. So congratulations to those guys. They care down there. Uh, and uh, Rebo teams are, are, are going to be solid on defense, opportunistic in the uh, passing game, and they're going to try to line up and run the football. And, you know, a good defense and running game tends to go pretty far this time of the year. Yep. Oh, so N- Nichols has a good defense. <laughs> I mean, for for – for the Southland, yes, because you know this. I mean, this that league does one one thing extremely well. They score points, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and and Nichols was able to win every single one of those games. So, but, um, you know, we'll see. Well, that's that's where I was going with that too, and the fact that Brendan's not on here and he refers to them only oh. as the Southland uh, without yeah. the D because they do not play D. So right. Right. Well, you know, look, uh, Southerners have a tendency to drop words on the uh, or letters on the end of things anyway. You know, like I'm thinking, thinking there's no G on that. You know, I'm drinking yeah. no G on that. But uh, uh, it's interesting that uh, uh, the Southland look when you look at you know what Incarnate Word was able to do last year. Uh, you know, you know, there's quality players in that league. Yep. But the fact that they went down so quickly, uh, it was just, uh, you know, they're. Nichols will be a good team. I don't believe they'll go far, though. You think maybe a low-scoring one in this one with Southern maybe. Illinois' defense, too? Yeah. Well, and and look, Southern Illinois, every time that they've really run up against a legit defense, they haven't been able to score, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, you know, it's – who are the Salukis? Are they a team that can put up 63 like they did against Western Illinois? Well, then a lot of people put up 63 against Western Illinois. Or yep. are they the team that's going to struggle to get to 17 points? They've done both yep. this year, you know, yep. so um, and there's so much is predicated with them on Nick Baker. You know, I would just like to see them try to run the ball and play defense because I know Lebanowitz says this all the time. Their secondary is as good as anybody's. P.J. Jules is a Sunday football player, yes. right? A guy makes plays where you, you know, after it's over, you just kind of go, wow, how did he do that? How did he recover? Mm-hmm. How's he beat by five steps and then knock the ball away, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just like to see them be a little bit more legitimate and not try to be so sexy throwing the football. They probably don't have to against Nichols. Okay. All right, uh, Chad, what do you want to go here from here? Sorry, I messed up what you were doing. All right. Um, So we got Sac State uh, at North Dakota. Uh, I I don't think Sac State should be in this field. In my bracket, I had UC Davis over them just based on on how that game looked and how Sac State's finishing the season. Sac State just got their doors blown off at Montana and looked like a team that was, I don't know, completely out of control, in my opinion, uh, just with how they were acting in that game. So, I don't know. Um, This is in the Alaris Center. I like UND in this one just for how they play at home, even though they're still not playing the best. 
this is two teams that kind of feel like they're limping into the playoffs, in my opinion. Back in their way in, yeah. Um, Zach is not good, you know, oh. and um, and and you know, just to you know, watch what Montana did to them. But then again, Montana just kind of did the exact same thing to Montana State. Good but point. you know the you know the just this just does not look like the same sacks uh, teams that we're used to seeing out of out of the Big Sky. And they don't do anything particularly well. Um, and you know, and and we let's be kind of frank about it. They don't do anything particularly competently either, right? So it's not like they're just, you know, uh, I just I have just not have not been impressed with them all season. And in our top twenty-five poll, they've always been lower than other people have had them all season. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you know that that just don't look like a top ten team to me, and 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 they're not. I don't think so. Uh, you know, I, I would you know like to think that as long as you know we've been doing this that. I kind of know what one of those looks like when I see it, right? And they just haven't impressed <laughs> me all season. So, Ke- Kevin, you are nailing your audition to make their highlight tape. That's nice work. I mean, you know, look. <laughs> I just want to know, is Northern Arizona a top 10 team? I mean, uh, they, they were 5-3 and three in the big sky, right? You know, yeah, so. They got a marquee win, didn't they? Anyway. I'm yeah. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Chad. Thanks, man. I, I was hopeful that all that might go away. Thanks for keeping hope alive. Uh, we, oh, hey, we we can go back. We can go back to I tweeted out today that we all remember when we thought that the Grizz were terrible and Holy Cross was great because I completely did. Yeah. And I will I will own that a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, Holy right. Cross is a different team without their quarterback playing a hundred percent. So you know. But they don't have a defense. This, anyway, it doesn't matter. They're done. So they're done. Yeah, Drake in North Dakota State. Uh, NDSU's playing really well right now. We've seen both these teams. Uh, this is going to be a game where it's a 50 butter burger, right? I hate how well North Dakota State's playing right now. Yeah. Not worried about them, but my – or maybe I like it. You know what? Heck, FCS is better. They they make a great villain. But yeah, they gosh, they've looked good the last two weeks, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, if you were going to say that – FCS is better when the Bison were good, Dallas, which you almost did. Um, you know, I was going to remind you that that you know I, I don't know. Uh, uh, it's uh, I don't like dynasties, right? And so, with doing what I do, you know, it's been difficult for me to be able to hide the fact that I don't really care for dynasties, you know. But um, I do think I don't... all the people that that left them for dead, you know, when. What did they give up? Three thousand six hundred and seventy-seven points against the uh, three Dakota schools, something like that, right? Um, <laughs> you know, and you know, and there were people who were in that you know, Madden should get fired. You know, uh, I, I think that uh, he showed his medal and showed what he can do as a coach a little bit uh, because that team could have easily just fallen apart, right? Very easily, and yep. they and they and they didn't. And Ince was able to keep them together, and he deserves credit for that. Yeah. Oh, and and to be clear, I'm not saying that FCS is better with somebody winning nine of eleven. No, that that sucked. I didn't care for that. But it uh, again, they make a good villain, and and we'll see what they can do on the other side of the bracket. Yeah. And, and we like Ence as their coach too, because he doesn't really. Do <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Dad. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. That's what I'm here for Kevin. <laughs> Next game I'm excited about is this North Carolina Central Richmond game. Yes, right. Absolutely. Uh, school Richmond. Don't know a ton about either of these schools. So Kevin, uh, just take it. What do we need to know when we're watching this one? 
look, Richmond was another team that was left for dead, right? I mean, you lose to Morgan State and somehow end up in the FCS playoffs with eight wins. Great job by Russ Huseman at Richmond. Uh, this team could have been a team that won four games easily, easily. Now, uh, they did have the benefit of a schedule in the CAA that was, uh, well, let's uh, not playing the toughest opponents. Go in uh, and uh, go to Google and compare who Richmond played in the CAA versus who North Carolina A&T played in the CAA in their first season. And you'll go, wow, this is the same conference? How is that possible? But uh, Richmond is a pretty good team. And look, I know for my North Carolina Central friends, uh, of all the HBCUs, um, you know, they seem to be one of the ones that interacts with people. Uh, there's, there's a lot of their fans. And uh, the guy who does HBCU nightly does a fine job. Great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, their quarterback is a dude. Davius Richard is a dude. And uh, for people who don't really watch a lot of MEAC football, I'm hopeful that a lot of people will tune in to ESPN Plus for this game and see Davius Richard play because you're going to watch this kid play and you're going to go, wow, I wish he was on my team, except for maybe like mm-hmm. two other teams in this country who would be like, I'd rather have our guy than this guy. And uh, Richard can really sling it. He's mobile. Uh, and, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Central gets past Richmond here. Interesting. That's fun. This is a good question from Garrett. Um, if NCCU gets smoked, does that influence potential at-larges for HBCUs in the future, like what happened to FAMU last year? That's your maybe. Um, that's a good question. Uh, maybe. But, you know, I'm of the opinion, and y'all can disagree with me if you want, um, but I'm of the opinion that whatever happened last year, to you or to anybody else or anything that happened last year should have absolutely no bearing with what happens this year when you're selecting a playoff field or just trying to decide who's good and who's not. You know, there's got to be a point where, you know, the past doesn't matter and what matters is now. And that's a hard thing for someone who grew up in South Carolina to say. (laughs) oh my goodness i was gonna say it's probably about week four or five but uh so so have we gone through all of these yeah no No? got some more up top so have we i think we got one more don't we oh chattanooga and austin p yeah we talked about that one no we talked about that one earlier but look that austin p has run off a lot of wins in a row Chattanooga may just be suffering from the we're just happy to be here disease, uh, you know, uh, maybe. But their quarterback can sling it. Uh, I would like Chattanooga better if uh, a limb Ford had been healthy all season. Uh, the fact that he went out is uh, everybody is missing a good opportunity to see what that young man from Florence, South Carolina, is made of. Uh, he's, he's a really great running back. Chattanooga, give him credit. Uh, they've had to play off circle before the season, and they're here. Regardless of whether you think they ought to be or not, they are. And uh, that's good for their program. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, last segment here. It's going to be sponsored by Cubby's Sports Bar and Grill of Brookings. Uh, that's the place to go to watch all these games next Saturday. If you are in Brookings, um, get there. And they're going to have every game on the screens, I bet. Uh, why wouldn't they? Um, it's going to be a blast just to be able to watch all these at the same time for those that overlap. So uh, pretty excited for that. And enjoy some tasty food variety of beers, whatever it is. So get to Cubbies of Brookings. Thanks for your sponsorship, guys. All right, Kevin, 
you are famous on your show. You and Stone have a bunch of uh, sayings that you're famous for. So I, I kind of jotted down four of them that are going to kind of uh, – they're going to be questions for the playoff field here. Okay? Okay. So this first team, this first one, you say this quite a bit. So which team is coming in hotter than fish grease to the playoff bracket right now? I mean, there's nobody you can say that's hotter than fish grease than the, than the uh, South Dakota State Jackrabbits. They haven't lost. Um, you're sitting here nitpicking an 18 point victory, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, talk 10 minutes terrible about what was wrong with an 18 point victory, you know, and, and, uh, but yeah, the Jackrabbits, uh, this, you know, uh, not only am I looking forward to, you know, y'all getting to Frisco so I can hang out with y'all because I like y'all and the Jackrabbit fans were awesome. Um, but you know, just, just, just keep doing what you're doing. Run the ball, play defense. Let Ranowski hit the ball over the top, right? And uh, and you don't have to be sexy to hoist that trophy. You just got to be able to be there to hoist that trophy, man. And that's mm-hmm. what y'all do. North Dakotans yeah. proved that year after year after year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh, that's good. All right, as you look at these first round matchups, um, and we're going to take NDSU out of this equation, okay? But if we look at these first round matchups, which team is going to beat their opponent's bottom better than the Devils Dangler? Hmm? <laughs> well, I think you you made me take Drake out of the equation, right? So, yep, uh, yep, yep. Um, you know, I think you'd have to look at, uh, uh, you know, what Youngstown is 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 going to do, right? I mean, uh, um, they should handle Duquesne, right? So. Um, you know, I think that's probably a 48 to 10 job, probably. So if I had to pick one, it it, it would be that one there. Okay. All right. Uh, Chad, any <laughs> any thoughts on that one? <laughs> no. No, I ain't got nothing, bud. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Kevin, which team is madder than a snake that married a garden hose based on how the bracket fell? Um. I would have to think that when you're talking about who's who's madder than the snake to marry the garden hose, y'all. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think probably uh, Delaware. You know the fact that uh, you know they could have been uh, extremely uh, uh, in a better place and having to play Lafayette. And also, I think you have to look at Furman. You know, uh, uh, they stubbed their toe once against a, a team that's uh, 24 miles away from them in in, in Walford. And if I think when you uh, when this thing is all said and done, um, when you look back at uh, what the Furman 2023 football season was, I think the uh, the video would be called uh, what could have been for the Furman Paladins, because, (laughs) man, the road would have been extremely, extremely uh, less difficult if they could have figured out a way to beat those short haired dogs yesterday. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right, so in honor of your partner Stone here, right, besides SDSU and Montana, which team are you taking if you only had one left in the chamber? Mm. <laughs> um, man. Um, hmm. You're going to take my, Montana. You know that. You can't take Montana and SDSU. I can't take, take Montana. Oh, I, sorry. <laughs> I, I, would, I would probably say that, I, you know, that, that I'm, I'm still riding with Montana State. And just because – you know, they, they have the ability to stop your running game and they have the ability to run the ball. And as the weather gets colder 
And, you know, uh, and, and, and that's something that's going to make a big difference. Um, I'm still not huge believers in the Bobcats, not as much as I was three or four weeks ago, that's for sure. But mm -hmm. that's still a pretty good football team that any Saturday they can put it together and beat anybody in this field. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, Chad, can you pull up Jim's comment? Comment. Yeah, just had sure. up. Uh -huh. <clears throat> All right. Kevin, can you talk about Alex's lemonade stand a little bit? We've invited you on uh, and you've been great. Uh, talk to us about what you guys are doing. Look, the, it's, it's the kind of NIL, I think, that everybody can get behind, right? Uh, Northwest Mutual provides the athletes that we have on the list, which you can get from our website, fcsnationradio.com. Alex's lemonade stands in the top right-hand corner. Um, provides them with a stipend, with a clothing allowance, uh, and you know, and and it and they're using their platform to raise money to help cure childhood cancer, right? This is not, you know, a name, image, likeness deal from Jimmy Bob's used car, so this guy can have a '97 Blazer, right? You know, uh, it's it's it's, you know, it's 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 if you can't get behind this then you're just going to be staunchly against NIL, I think, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, it's a heck of a charity. Uh, you know, it's been, uh, you know, partnering up with uh, Northwestern Mutual and Alice's Lemonade Stand has been huge for us. Um, you know, and, and look, if you have a platform, even if it's as small as what ours is, right? I mean, uh, and you can use what you have and built to help other people have and build their own brand. and if kids with cancer benefit from it, I mean, that that's just, I mean, there's been very few things I've entered into in my life with the intentions of, uh, you know, of, of doing as much good as this can do uh, this year. And, and then if we can expand it next year to have a lot more players, right. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot more schools involved. So we're very pleased with it, very proud of it. And the support that uh, JIO that uh, Jack's illustrated has uh, shown us, you know, uh, a certain bearded gentleman who roams around with pudding shots, you know, uh, can't reveal who is, I mean, but you see, I was going to say can't reveal his identity because he's a pudding shot Santa and Chad, that's me right here. Over here. I'm Santa. Hey, hey, look, look, it's right here, right there. You see that? Can you okay. read? I mean, yes. I know you went down to school in the South, but it, yes. it says right there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're very happy with it. And, and, and thanks you guys. And, you know, uh, I think we're just we're just above nine grand now, um, you know, and that's before any of the events of uh, money has been uh, uh, tied in. So, you know, we'd like to get to fifteen or twenty thousand dollars this year. If we can do that, that'd be fantastic. Awesome. Cool. Dallas, any questions for Kevin here? Uh, no, I don't think I've got anything else left as, as we went through and covered the bracket. I think that covered everything that that I wanted to pick his brain on. Yeah. And yeah, the, man, there's some cool matchup. I just, I'm excited. The one that uh, you called it out, it was the, got to pull it back up here for myself. To me, it's, it's, it was at Richmond, NC Central into Albany. Uh, that's like the farthest from what we're used to watching that Absolutely. I can pull out of this bracket, right? And like, I'm going to watch all those games. That sounds great. Yeah. This is a good time of year, man. I like it. Robin Stadium, if, if you've never seen a Richmond game, Robin Stadium is a pretty little stadium. And Richmond moved from a big old stadium in downtown Richmond, you know, uh, I think it seemed like 30,000, uh, to a on-campus facility to where you got to try to get a ticket to a Richmond game. 
So nice. that's uh, cool. You know, uh, Rob Stadium's a pretty little stadium, and uh, that's going to be a hell of a game. You know, Davius Richard, worth tuning in and watching. You won't be disappointed. Okay. Awesome. Chad, you want to talk about what you pulled up there? Yeah, just uh, these are the athletes that got uh, raising money for the uh, Alex's Lemonade stand to help kids with cancer. And uh, right now and we'll we have, have Mark on team. here in, in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, he's down there, I think, with about 575 raised, but he hasn't even been on the show yet. So, you know, we've, we've been kind of saving him for, uh, you know, uh, as we get closer to the title game. But, you know, uh, uh, help out Quentin Hicks. He's a. Uh, He's, he's, uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to cause any dissension in the Jack rabbit locker room. Right. You know, so, uh, I need something to so, do this week. I mean, you know, so, you know, so, we're uh, just I'm running with the, the strategy, run with the lead horse. So you win. Right. Man. Right. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Never mind. If you hurt that big fellow's feelings, you know, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we're grown men. They can take it. Uh, <laughs> man. Kevin, this has been phenomenal, my friend. Uh, it really has. Really. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you. This is long overdue, um, and your insight in this really was um, what we were ex- absolutely looking for uh, for the teams across the country. So it I do is. appreciate you guys a lot. I'm fans. Like I said, you know, I tune in just about everything that you do. Um, I was a little tired yesterday, so I – I didn't see Zach and Brendan at, you know, uh, at, at one one a.m. Central. Oh, I've never I mean, watched that. You don't have to feel bad. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I was too late, man. I would have probably have typed something like, um, uh, "Grizz good, cats bad, good night." You know, something <laughs> after being there yesterday. But yeah. well, well, you know, I, Chad I, Chad was on that show once. And he about fell asleep, so he decided not to do it anymore. <laughs> but I mean, when when Chad was texting me about this, or maybe was it you, Chad, that was texting me, or maybe it was Brendan about doing this? I oh, said, so. Yeah. Oh, you? I, I said yeah, so. Matt. No, uh, no, all night from Saturday to selection, uh, Saturday night to uh, selection, and <laughs> I said no, it's past my bedtime, something like that. Oof. So, uh, yeah. Jim Poppins, a warrior, probably our best fan. He watches it all, man. I'm sure he did. I woke up, up, up in the middle of the Poppins, night to go to the bathroom and responded to Brennan, and he still <laughs> responded to me. It was 20 minutes after they finished their show. <laughs> Give me some Jim Poppins. He was uh, he made sure I got my first taste of ears up beer, so and I'll yeah. never forget that. Called it all the way from South Dakota to Texas for me. That's a very nice man. Love it. All right, I, I tell you what, back to just to, to close the circle and what, what we started off with uh, earlier, SDSU fans, make sure, check out Stone, check out Kevin, listen to their radio show, figure out where you can do it, follow them on, on social media. It's absolutely fantastic stuff. Again, you'll be a better fan if you do. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. That's, that's, that's really nice of you to say, Dallas. Uh, Stone and I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yep. All right, everyone. Uh, we have an off week. Um, enjoy the bye, spend time with your family, uh, enjoy Thanksgiving, and then tune in on Saturday to watch some awesome football from across the country. And then, uh, you know, the Jacks play right on December 2nd, find some friends, get some tickets. They're affordable. It's going to be cold. So dress warm, stop by the book club. They'll take care of you. Um, just type in book club, Brookings, South Dakota and on Google maps, and it'll take you right to it. Um, so I get to do the thing. Can I do the thing too? Can I do the thing with us? All right. You can lead us. Just stay win. Just stay win. All right. Uh, Go big. Go blue. You got to go. 
We didn't practice. Say go big and go blue. Go ahead. Take two. Go big, go blue. Go, go Jacks, buddy. Jacks. Nice work. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to once again thank our sponsors, the Kubota Dealers of South Dakota, Culver's of Brookings and Watertown, Jackrabbit Central, and Colby Sports Bar and Grill. And as always, go Jacks.